With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hey, Justin Horro's here. We'll ask Justin Horro all about it. Um, the great man who's standing by. Hello, mate. How are you? Hey, boys. How are we? Oh, we're going good. Oh. All the better for hearing your voice. Now, the scope. What? Uh, t- tell us a little bit about sun, uh, Monday. Sorry. Mate, uh, we've got the Super, Par- Super Bowl party coming up. Uh, we're going to be at the 24-7 Sports Bar. Uh, me and Mace from the YKTR Sports Show. Mace has come on board uh, since the last one we chatted, I think, boys. So okay. uh, me and Mace have been doing, talking all footy, but we love all sports. So we've got the NFL on Monday, and we're looking forward to it. Right. Where is where is your mate now? What's he doing? Mate, I don't know what's going on. Maybe uh, Brooksy's <laughs> trying to connect it, connect us on WhatsApp, but there's heavy dramas. So um, <laughs> I've, I've seen the call come through. Um, you know, just by a normal number, so I knew something must be must have been wrong. Hang on yeah, a minute, hang on. we can hear oh, we can hear Mason's someone. On? Yeah, horror short ball to Mason. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> <laughs> what was happening? Oh, Mace, oh, Mace, welcome. <laughs> <What's>... <laughs> Fletch, I know that voice. So How are you? I'm going well, my man. So, boys, t- tell us a little bit about what's going to go. On. I don't want to hear about the game. I want to hear about what sort of what sort of guests or what sort of um, clientele are we going to get down at the star at about 9? What time are you kicking off? About 9am, I'd imagine? Yeah, do you want to hit... Oh, I'll go, Mace. Uh, yeah, so 9.30, uh, we're going to be kicking off. We're going to be getting down there. Um, we've got a... Mace has said a couple of the boys from the dogs uh, might be rocking up. Joshy, Joshy Reynolds is a big uh, NFL fan. Um, I'm in a, I'm in a um, couple of my ex uh, Manly teammates um, could be rocking up as well, but... Uh, There'll be some, there'll be a hot dog eating competition at halftime. So all the good stuff. Uh, we've got a bar tab, so we're going to be probably starting a little bit earlier than normal, or, or still be going. But um, looking forward to it, boys. Boys, just on this, yeah. and we're having this chat before around. Uh, you know, Jordan Mailata's come out today saying Tommy Trebojevic could make it in the NFL. Uh, Latrell Mitchell, and we're talking about players today who could. And I was thinking about the past, Brian. Willie, did you ever think about going over there yourself, mate? I reckon you would have been a big chance. Yeah, I, I did in 2006. We just put it up on our uh, on our podcast today. Mm. I tell a good story there. But it was um, I did in 2006. New York Jets, New York Giants asked me to come over there and just do their little combine, and but um, nothing worked out because I wasn't allowed out of my Bulldogs contract. So I um, I was keen as hell to get over there. It was um, it was a bit of an eye opener, but yeah, just things weren't as serious as it is now. There was no pathways. There wasn't anything like that. But they were willing to take a bit of a gamble on me. So it would have been fun. What what did they say to you, mate? Like, did they say you had a chance of playing what position? Or, um, and yeah. we we often hear about how hard these playbooks are. Did you find any of that? Did you? Or I mean, you're pretty cruisy. Yeah, it was yeah. I went over there. I did like so. I wanted to trial me as a tight end or a defensive end. So I hit those dimensions: six five hundred and you know, sixteen to twenty kilos, like quite fast over forty. All like all the all the measurables I I, I measured up to. But the playbook, Fletch, it's proper. It is that thick. And Mangini, the, the, the coach, went, mate, look at this. This is just for offense. And then 
It was that, it was about three inches thick. He goes, and that's different every week. He goes, that's what you struggle with. I'm like, no shit. <laughs> and he goes, this is the def- <laughs> this is the defensive one. It was about a quarter as thick. I was like, I should be a defensive player. It'd be a lot easier. The transition to the, into defense would have been a lot easier than offense. Like, there's totally different different reads and all that kind of stuff. So, um, that's what I reckon. Uh, if J- Jared Hayne had been a defense defensive player, I reckon he would have nailed it easily. But he wanted the Hain plane to be worldwide, I suppose. So, so Mace, just tell me this. So, ha- having been at one of those combines, and we probably put the Yanks on more of a pedestal than maybe than what they should, I suppose. But w- what do you genuinely think? Do, do you think the likes of Trebojevic, based on what you've seen, maybe a Nelson or so for Solomon or others, do you, do you genuinely believe with, I don't know, 18 months, two years, that we could see somebody make the transition? Oh yeah, for sure. Like we're just we're built for those contact sort of sports. Look at Jordan Mailata. He was like a, a t- under twenties player. He's a big. I get it. He's a big boy, but yeah. like he didn't play NRL or anything at that level at, at that elite level. So if you have a look at all these these younger guys, like even like a Tal Malolo, if he had a went mm. a lot earlier, Tavita Pangai Junior. You've got to think about different positions. Everyone just thinks quarterbacks and wide receivers. Yeah. You've got to look at other positions like defensive positions, offensive positions, like. Yeah, especially with the Polynesian influx of players coming through, they're going to be built like for NFL. Like you see through the colleges, a lot of Tongans, a lot of Samoans, and that coming through the college system into the NFL. Like so, um, with the Polynesian influence in our game, I wouldn't be surprised. Like Jordan Mailata's opened up so many doors. So these big Polynesians that are playing Union or League, mate, if they if they don't think they can keep up with the pace of an NRL game, they, you're going to go straight to the NFL because mm. everything's like like a lot slower, isn't it, Fletch? You've got to get yeah, you know, fit you have to be in this in today's game. They're just they're trying to they're trying to sort of trying to. I think Big Nelson come out and said that the quickening the game up is going to be the end of the big man, isn't it? What about this game, boys? Jazzy, what about this um, the, the battle of the quarterbacks here? Mahomes busted um, that we saw. That he's got the, the bodgy ankle, but Jalen hurts. Pardon the pun. He's hurt as well. <laughs> yeah, mate. Um, I, I I didn't even uh, think Paddy would get through this week based on sort of how he looked the week before going into the Bengals game. And I thought the Bengals are really trending up. So to even get through that game, uh, but me and Mace talked about it on the YTTR Sports Show as well, just the fact that they have the one week off and they sort of celebrate the week. Obviously, they put the Pro Bowl in there. They just give the players an extra chance. I think Travis Kelsey was a game-time game decision for the Chiefs as well last week. So um, the actual week set is def- definitely going to help. But I just think probably the Eagles are the, the more rounded team um, from top to bottom whereas the Chiefs have probably got, um, you know, more star power. So it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. Now, you've played for the New Zealand Maori side, uh, Justin, and uh, they take on the All-Stars Indigenous side. Uh, how do you see this playing? And it's a bit disappointing, isn't it, that we've had some players pull out for various reasons, but uh, nonetheless should still be a, a major event on the calendar. Yeah, look, it's same as last year. There were a few players that sort of dropped out throughout the week. Um I think just the scheduling of it this year in particular after World Cup year was always going to be tough. Uh, yeah, with some of the boys only getting back for, you know, in particular with Fox for three or four weeks of training. But, um, like, whenever you chuck on that jersey, I know, for instance, like, you know, I got the opportunity to chuck it on once. Uh, it, was, it was a great honour. My dad had chucked on the jersey before me, so it meant a lot to our family, and I'm sure it means a lot to these boys, and, and they'll be pumped. And it's a good opportunity for some other guys. You know, there's some guys that a lot, not a lot of people have heard of, um, it's basically like an extra trial for them. They get an opportunity to, to try and make their 17 for the NRL. So great opportunity for everyone, and I still think they'll put on a show. Mace, um, my learned colleague here, Joel Kane, has given the Bulldogs, said the Bulldogs are 
Morals, absolute morals to make the eight at about $2, $22.30. Do you concur? Now, we do like to have a bit of a flutter here, and I'm going to take you on your word because you're in the inner sanctum. Should I, should I be putting my heart... <laughs> Should I be putting my hard-earned on the dogs at about dollar fifty, uh, two dollars fifty? It would be a good bet, you know. The boys have shaped up pretty good locally. In thirteen weeks of preseason, it's been a hard slog for them, just changing the whole, like the whole uh, sort of the culture of the place has been hard. So the players have really had to buy in, coaches have had to buy in. So um, yeah, it's all about performance base, isn't it, Fletch? You know, like you can have everyone at the moment now has probably had their best preseason ever, and they all look good and they all look sharp. So, you know, I was just going to see if they can put everything on the on the field. So, I'm pretty confident they will. What about your new rec- What about your new recruits, Reed Marnie? Um, big kick yeah. out. How how have they been? Obviously, we know what they're like on the field. How have they been around the boys and off the field? Yeah, it's been amazing. I think Reed Marnie, he was a SG ball junior, so they got him down from Brisbane quite early, and then he obviously left Parramatta and started his journey there. And he's a, you know, he's a great nine. He's a genuine nine. Uh, he's great leadership. Good young kid. Cheeky little nine, which I like. Which um, off the field, he brings a lot of energy. Kicks is, um, you know, you know, he's so highly respected within the Polynesian community, so he brings a lot of that. You know, I think over in Penrith, he was, you know, he didn't have to be the man over there because of such good leaders in that forward pack. And he just, he was just easily the best left side back rower in the comp. Now he's sort of bringing those leadership skills out at training and just a couple of little things that he says holds a lot of weight. You know, he's not one of those blokes who says a hell of a lot, but when he does, he means it and he's all about his action. So if you run on that, you know, that left edge, expect to get hit quite hard. Yeah, they, they're morals. And, and I've got a long mm-hmm. list as to why, Brian. And one of the reasons, of the many reasons, is that, you know, the old brigade, uh, Mace and Ogre and uh, Rennie Matur I saw there the other day, and the list goes on. And all ships rise with the tide. These blokes, and Mace, of course, yourself, a Clive Churchill medal winner, uh, swimming around these young blokes. I think it's very, very important to have that success. Obviously, the Fox has had that. So too, Matty Burt, and the list goes on. Kickow. What about the young names that we may not have heard about, these firebrands, these big forwards that you got there at the doggies there a name that we may not know about mace just yet but you thought boy gee this kid might have a bit in him yeah i would go for a kid called jacob preston he's impressed me the most out of all the forwards he's a young young kid he's uh he comes through the rooster system he's only 20 21 years old he's got all the he's got all the skills oh mace i'm gonna um, mate stop stealing our juniors mate <laughs> stop stealing <laughs> mate it's a disgrace it's a disgrace i know it just keeps Going on. We just keep churning. We just keep churning them out down there at Burroughs Park at Chloe. They just turn them out. You just them. Oh my god! Yeah, so I think Jacob Preston. He's going to be. He's going to be really good. Like in, in a couple of years, you'll you'll be a household name. He's got all the all the um the variables that he needs in the game. Like he's got you know good footwork, hits like a truck, good offload. But he's more importantly a great kid, so he's willing to learn and. It'll be, um, you'll be pushing for a spot in that team, that starting team. Definitely in the 17, I think. Mm. All right, well, what well, happened? Yeah. I'm just, looking at the t- I'm just looking to come in, actually. You're into $2, as we've spoken. That's what happens, <laughs> $2 and Someone's out of league. That's exactly <laughs> right. That's exactly right. Yeah. Uh, hey, boys, just one quick plug before you go as to what's going down with the boys, YKTR on Monday. On Monday, so yeah, oh, me and Mason are looking forward to getting down there. Um, yeah, we'll be getting amongst it. We'll be getting in with the fans, asking them questions, talking about you know maybe halftime. We'll see who who they think the punters will, uh, who they think the MVP will be and whatnot. Um, whether Paddy Mahomes makes it to halftime, all the good stuff. We'll be having a few schooners uh, with the punters as well. So 
looking forward to that. And uh, we'll be blogging it as well for Life at YKTR, uh, which drops every Sunday for us as well. So it'll be the following Sunday, but we're looking forward to getting to the 24-7 sports bar at the start. Are you finding, uh, boys, that the Aussies are getting it around, especially the younger generation are getting around Super Bowl more than we were when we were kids? Heaps, Fletch. Because, because of KO and because of the availability and, and Instagram and all that kind of stuff, it's, it's, it's everywhere. So you just follow all these people on social media and it's just played on your TV all the time. So um, I think that, that's, about, that's the difference between our generation and uh, the generation now. Like we go in to train on Monday. Everyone's just sitting around watching NFL. You know? So it's, um, it's just on your screen more. It's just, um, it's just part of like... Like the lifestyle, I suppose they lead now. They just love their NBA. They love their NFL. You know, they love all, all the sports. So, yeah, it's just more um, accessible. You know, you see it a lot more. It's, uh, yeah, it's accessible. Like, hey, it's on TV all the time. Juzzy, is there a chance the nude tree might come out on uh, <laughs> on Monday? <laughs> on Monday, I was with your former teammate Nathan Hindmarsh, <laughs> and he told me one year yeah. that you didn't score a try, and usually, <laughs> usually. You do the nudie run, which yes. is which is you know it's been folklore for so many rugby league players. <laughs> but the, you guys had a bit of an ingenious idea of doing a nude tree. Uh, just yeah. before, just before you go, would you just like to explain to our listeners how it started and what your role yeah. was in this nude tree? Yeah, so it was a tough watch for everyone that was obviously around, boys. Uh, I think we spoke about it last time as well. Fletch Hindy <laughs> loves bringing it up for obvious reasons. Um, yeah, I think it comes down from Melbourne, mate. We uh, we adopted it from Melbourne. We did uh, some wrestling sessions where um, really it's uh, it's test, supposed to test your endurance, but really um, it, it did all about that. It uh, yeah, really test the, test the room with the people that were watching. So poor little Daniel Mortimer, Mortimer he didn't score in 2012 as well. So, uh, all, all six foot three plus one inch of me was getting around Morty. So, it was, yeah. Yeah, but just Hilarious. explain. Just explain. We, we, we need a visual. I need a visual. Yeah, how, how does it work? Just for our listeners out, out there, it, it, you, you both right. are naked? Yeah, yeah. So, we, yeah, we get the kit off, which is, uh, yeah, for some, yeah, they don't look forward to that. Poor little Morty, uh, he gets in a stump like a tree, chucks the arms out, and then I'm just wrapping my body around him. Um, oh, a lot of love. Shit. Shit. <laughs> it's, 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 it's the end of the season. There's a lot of love getting around. I love Morty. Lucky we lived together at one point because, you know, we're really close. Um, so that's well, day, but, two, um, day two should be... Be struggling. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't matter if it's day one or day two, mate. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, shit. but um, yeah, it was, uh, yeah, it was, it's hilarious, and uh, I don't know if they still do it at Paro. I have to check in with uh, King Gutho and, and find out if the point. Yeah, I'm saying no, uh, just by looking on the outside. Oh, hell no. I don't think, <laughs> I don't no. think that game. Maybe in this day and age, it wouldn't have lasted. Yeah, no. it won't last. And too many cameras around. All gone. <laughs> Well, I'll tell you what, I don't know if Macy have had to do the uh, the naked tree, but I know one year he didn't no because he, he made a break at about the halfway line at Campbelltown Stadium, and I never actually had a step, Brian, right? But it was me versus Mason, and he had about a 40-metre run-up, and it was the best step <laughs> step I'd ever produced in my life. Uh, mate, he sent me into another postcode that day. Mace, do you remember that one? <laughs> I do, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Comes up on my highlights all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Not mine. Uh, good on you, boys. Thanks, Great to boys. chat. The star on Monday. If you want to get around, you know the rules. Beautiful. Thanks for having us, lads. Thanks, yeah. lads.